Thank you for tuning in to our uh, Wednesday service. I'm going to be speaking from uh, John chapter 6, verse 16 through 21, about Jesus walking on the water. <coughs> but a little background, uh, Jesus had uh, fed 5,000 people with a few fish and a couple of loaves of bread and, and uh it says five barley loaves and, and two small fish. And uh, he had all the people sit down. And, uh, of course, the disciples distributed all the food uh, to the folks. Uh, but the miracle of the whole thing was that uh, there was 12 baskets of uh, bread and stuff left over, which was quite a miracle. Uh, but the point is this, that... Uh, they had uh, these men, when they uh, had seen the miracle that, that Jesus did, the Bible says this is of a truth that the prophet that should come into the world. And when Jesus, therefore, perceived that they would come and, and take him by force to make him a king, so he uh, departed and went up to the mountain by himself. And at that point, he sent the disciples away uh, <clears throat> and... Uh, it says in verse 16, and when, when, the, when evening had, had now come, this is John uh, chapter 6, uh, his disciples went down into the sea. And he entered to the ship and went over to the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus hadn't come to them because he was supposed to meet them there, apparently. Uh, but they went on out because they were told to. And it said... Uh, and the sea arose, and the reason of a great wind that blew. So the storm, a storm blew up, and uh, when they had uh, rowed about oh, 20 to 30 furlongs, it says, they, they uh, saw Jesus walking on the, on the sea, getting close to the boat, and uh, it scared them. They were afraid. But it said unto them, uh, be, uh, don't be afraid. And then they willingly received him into the ship. So they had recognized him when he got close enough. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but I'd like to uh, begin here with a, a word of prayer before we uh, look into the message. Uh, that Lord, there are a lot of things that we don't understand, but we know you do. And at this point, we don't, we don't know what the future holds, but we know that you do. Because you're in the past, present, and the future. And we realize that you hold our future. So, Lord, we are relying on you to help us through all these things going on in so many, many lives. So bless your word as we look into it today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Have you ever gotten a uh, pop quiz? It's the sudden, unexpected test which takes you by surprise. It isn't like the final exam for which you spend the previous night cramming for. Uh, there's no warning. It's kind of like this virus. You walk into a class and teacher says, take out a sheet of paper and you're going to be tested. The disciples are about to get a pop quiz. <coughs> Excuse me. The quiz uh, takes the shape of a strong wind, a storm, 
And I believe that our quiz is taking the shape of the coronavirus. But the reaction to the disciples in the storm is found in verse 16 through 18. It says, And the sea arose uh, by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they had rowed about five to twenty furlongs, they saw uh, Jesus walking on the sea and getting near the, the boat, and they were afraid. Well, they had never seen anybody walk on the water before, so I can understand that. They, one, some scriptures say that they thought it was a ghost. But he said to them, and they, apparently they knew his voice, and when he got close enough, they recognized him. And he said, it's odd. Uh, don't be afraid. But the disciples were headed uh, toward Capernaum, which was located about five miles from where they got in the boat. And, of course, the disciples were operating under the instructions of Jesus because he told them that uh, go on over to Capernaum and I'll meet you there. But my question uh, <clears throat> today is, are you in a, in a storm right now? Well, it may seem like it, especially if we're having to be shut in. Uh, you may be thinking to yourself, Lord, what did I do to deserve this? I want you to know that you're not alone. Jesus is aware of whatever it is that you're going through. Jesus was uh, <clears throat> on the sea here in John chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. It says, uh, So when they had rowed a ways, uh, they saw Jesus walking on the water, getting close to the ship, and they were afraid. And he said, Don't, don't be afraid. And I, but I know one thing, that Jesus can take away a lot of our fears. And he did that with the disciples and, and, and their their uh, hard time there. But one of the things I want to mention is the reason that Jesus walked on the water. There are people today that are claiming to be able to perform miracles, but I'm going to tell you something. They have a problem with this one. Jesus walked on the water to prove to the disciples that he could. He can always do the impossible. That's why we're praying for this virus to go away because man can do as much as he can and he is involved, uh, but it's only going to go away because God wants it to. In verse 19, <clears throat> as they rode, Jesus was, rode the boat, Jesus was uh, walking on the water and then he got close to the close to the ship. It says the disciples were afraid. It was the sight of Jesus walking on the water that scared them. You know, uh, Jesus had defied gravity. But after all, when you think about it, he created gravity. So he wouldn't have had a problem walking on the water. But these disciples saw Jesus doing that which was not possible for mortal man to do. And I believe that God must intervene in order for this virus to go away. Now they got 
together in the boat. And, and, and verse 21 says, And they willingly received him into the ship. There are some reasons we can, some lessons rather, that we can learn uh, from this passage. If you follow Jesus, there's going to be some storms. What's so great is that we have the love and the care of the one who is able to silence the storms. What is important to remember is that God, listen, God is bigger than any of your storms. The purpose of the storm is to get you to see that the Lord is God. This virus should draw us to God because there's nothing that we can do about it. Only him. Uh, So the purpose of the storm is to get you to see the Lord is God. And that he alone is the master of the storms. My prayer is, 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 is this is a wake-up call for our communities, our churches, uh, our nation, and the world. The thing I want to get across to you is this. First and foremost, I believe, is a testing of our faith. Many people are discouraged blaming God, uh, saying that uh, he, why doesn't he do something? And their faith begins to dwindle. Well, it should be getting stronger because God is going to take care of this. And so in the midst of our, of our storm, our concerns of the, with the virus, just keep the faith. That's what's important. Uh, we'll get through this, and we'll get through it together. Uh, the good Lord will see to that. I know it's not fun staying at home, but this is what we have to do. It's best for everyone. So uh, <clears throat> we pray that people will use their common sense, and uh, this thing will stop spreading. I'd like to close with a, a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, uh, for the reassurance of your presence as you as you get into the, the boat of our lives. Help us to be like uh, the disciples and, and be willing to receive you into our concerns over what's happening in our nation and us. We pray for our church people, pray for our church basket and prayer list at church and Especially be with those that are taking care of the folks with the the virus, as well as our first responders. Bless our nation. Bless our president and the decisions that he makes to uh, make things better for our people. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.